Hello, and welcome to another episode of Gaming Couch, where we sit back and talk about video games, board games, card games, and the like. So pull up a chair, put your feet up, let's have a good time. Hey, so uh, funny story. I went to start recording just now, and the opening played, and I started talking, and luckily I noticed pretty soon that I forgot to hit the record button, so I was just talking for no reason. So I got that embarrassing story out of the way. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is going to be a part one of two kind of special of the Play NYC event that's happening this weekend, August 10th and 11th, at the Metropolitan Pavilion. So starting off on a good note, I bought a new mouse and a new mouse pad for myself because my other two were, like, ancient. And now I have a mouse that actually, like, fits my big-ass hands, and I love it. So that has nothing to do with Play NYC. I just, I like it, so I figured I'd call that out. So, the event, Play NYC. Well, I played some games today, I collected some cards, I even bought a game uh, on top of that. However, I don't want to talk about any of that today. Uh, long story short, I got in late, there was a funeral I had to go to this morning out in Long Island. So it's been a very hectic day, so I just want to highlight two things about the event, for today at least. Is the event itself, and just how it differs from the previous events I've been to, and also this really awesome tournament that happened. Tomorrow, part two, is when I'll be going over all the various games I played, both the ones I played today on the 10th and the ones I played, I will be playing tomorrow. So expect a typical breakdown tomorrow, Sunday, uh, not at 5 p.m. though, because the event ends at 6, but details to come later. So let's just get into just part one, just the big stuff, the big news. So play NYC by Playcrafting at the Metropolitan Pavilion. They claim this is going to be their biggest one yet, and it showed. I went to Play NYC last year, and it was at a different venue. It was at more of like a kind of like a concert slash music hall. So there's obviously the main floor, but then there were like these other kind of balcony areas that there were also games on. And as much as it seemed like there was a lot going on, because obviously you had the main floor where there were like larger booths set up, and then on the upper floors. There weren't booths, but there were these small stands with the TVs and consoles for people to play and like talk to the devs, but it wasn't actually a booth. The issue there is as much as you could cram in a lot of games up there, the issue was they were crammed in. Like That's the first time I played The Last Hex a year ago, and I wanted to check it out. I saw it, so I went to play it, but I had to like, squeeze by four other people to get over to the game, and I couldn't really stand there and talk with the dev afterwards because there, was, there just wasn't enough room. So at the Metropolitan Pavilion this year, the number of games... Probably were about equal, maybe less. I'm not entirely sure. I didn't get a chance to walk the entire thing. I'll get to that later. But it was all on the first floor, and everyone kind of had their own little booths set up. So it just it felt nicer. As much as it was hard to get around because the crowd itself was bigger, too. Like, there were more people here at this event than last year. Guaranteed. Like, they showed even the numbers. They talked about the numbers. There were more people here this year than last year. So that alone made it, makes it bigger. So it was still hard to move around at times because of those crowds, but when you had a chance to actually sit down and talk with the devs, it was great. I didn't do too much of that today. Uh, Again, busy day, but tomorrow I'm going to take full advantage of that. So yeah, I'm really, really, really happy with Play NYC this year. I think it was very well run. It was an amazing event. And real quick politics, considering all the shit that's been going down and El Paso shooting and all that kind of stuff, and making this big deal about violent video games leading to gun violence, we had a room full of nerds and other people who wanted to play games, and there was not a single issue. So, again, politics. 
violent video games isn't the cause. It's other things, but that's, that's not what we're here to talk about. So it was just an amazing event, and you could feel the love and the energy there. Like, everyone there was just having a phenomenal, phenomenal time just playing all these amazing new games. And I saw a couple of games used with RPG Maker, which is great considering some of the stigma RPG Maker's had in the past with, you know, it's easy to access software, so a lot of people will make games, but sometimes they're not that good. But seriously, like, I talked about the the Game to the Color Expo, you know, games coming out on RPG Maker that look really nice. So there was a couple there today that I saw. I didn't play them, but they looked, they looked great. Now, the reason why I didn't play many games, I got there late. I got there around noon. The event started at 10. I arrived around noon. And about two and a half hours after my arrival is when wonderful decoy games, the wonderful people they are, were having their first ever really big league tournament. And what I mean is every Playcraft event I've been to in the past that I've seen Team Decoy at, they did tournaments. But I was like, okay, it was just in the room that they were set up in. Here's a medal. What they did today, though, was like an 80-man tourney or something like that. Like, that was the initial scope. But then, of course, due to how big the event was, people just didn't show up when they were called. So the numbers don't know that. But still, like, we had like 50-plus people show up for this tournament. And then the quarterfinal, semifinal, and the finals themselves was live-streamed on Twitch through Playcrafting. So it's twitch.tv slash playcrafting. I don't know if they hold the videos there or if it'll be up on YouTube later. I'll check the Discord channel with uh, Team Decoy, if they had, like, they had a link there. If the link still works, I'll put it in the description. But regardless, this was a big event. This was huge. And not only do you have a lot of people there, you also have this great dynamic of a lot of new blood, but also we had some vets. So myself showing up after winning two tournaments at previous playcrafting events, Ryan McGG showed up, and he won at PAX East, which is amazing. And then Zykrium, which, if you're listening and I pounce the name wrong, I apologize. Right? He showed up as, a, I believe, a two-time tournament winner in the past. So we had some big-name champions show up on top of all this new blood. So, of course, like there was some talk going around the crowd of what was about to go down. Now, I believe them. You know, I was told that they made the brackets randomly. However, maybe not, because conveniently... All the champions that were there from previous events didn't face off against each other until near the end when everything was being streamed. So you kind of had all the champs up there. But honestly, you had three out of 50-something people. Odds are we're going to be facing off. You know, So that was really nice that the champs kind of stayed spread out. Because with that, suddenly there was all this talk around like, yo, Smart Boy's here. He was really good. Yo, Ryan, he's, he's doing great. Oh, you're up against Z- like Zachary is just amazing. I don't care what he says. He's an amazing player in this game. So people are like, yo, Zachary, shit, like. Good luck. Like, I was even telling people, like, watch out for this kid. Zachary's an amazing kid. People watched his matches and said, yeah, nah, man, he's getting, like, 18, 19 kills. So there's this huge dynamic of, obviously, us champs being there and the competition getting stiff. But not only that, the new blood that was there. When I say new blood, I mean this was the first time they picked up a controller and played the game. Like, maybe they played a match two before the tourney, and obviously that got them interested. But in terms of playing the tourney, like, they held out on their own. Like, me, Ryan, and Zachary were dominating the qualifying rounds. Like, before they got to the quarterfinalists that were being streamed, I'm not going to lie. We were dominating, like, 18 kills or so in free-for-all deathmatch. But I was also watching some of the other matches, and there would be, like, people tied with seven, eight kills and stuff like that. And suddenly there's this kind of surge of energy of these new players, both young and old, that are now coming in 
and learning how to play this game all of a sudden and actually doing quite well at it. And they feel great about it. And, of course, then the rest of us here in this community being like, yo, good job, man. Like, I remember myself, every time someone completed a match and was walking away, and I'm like, yo, who are you? I'm like, oh, I was, you know, I was, I was red and I lost. I'm like, oh, man, you know what? Thanks for playing. Or someone come out like, yeah, I got first. I'm like, good shit, man. Like, you know, that's amazing. That's great. Like, just kind of supporting them. And even some of the other champs were doing that, too. Like, just talking to people as they were coming in and out. It, it felt good, and it was very welcoming, and I think kind of helped all of our spirits. Now, to get to how the rest went down. Now, as I said before, me, Ryan, Zacharyn were, were dominating qualifying rounds, so obviously all three of us made it to the quarterfinals, all right? And here's where the beautiful poetry gets spun. My first quarterfinal round, I was up against Zacharyn. Now, I've seen him play. I never versed him myself, but I've seen him play, and I've heard the stories online of how well he does. So I knew 100% I was in for something. Like, I'm like, probably not going to get first against this guy. What's funny is he was saying the same thing about me. He's like, nah, man, you're so good. Like, there's no way I'm going to have to beat you. So there's, there's kind of this camaraderie of, like, we respected each other's play style. Like, we respected each other in the sense of, like, you're really good. You know, if I beat you, like, oh, my God, I actually beat you. Like, we really expect respected each other's skill level. So when we got into the match, and obviously it's not just me and him. There's two other people here for this death match. Like first, sorry, third round of the quarterfinals, my first matchup on stage during the stream, I fucking tanked. I got like three kills. I got destroyed. Zachrium took the gold and ran with it. He took he had like 12, 13 kills. He dominated that match, and I got fucking wrecked. I was done last place. And what felt kind of bad, like I was obviously salty at the moment. Like, that happens. You're in a tournament. You're going to feel salt. There's going to be salt there. So I felt like shit after that match, and I was just like, God damn it. I was upset. I was really upset with that, understandably. And then I watched Ryan's match. I'm like, come on, Ryan, you got to win. And, you know, Ryan did very well, and he dominated his match. So I went from being in first in every single match I did in the quarterfinal rounds and even, like, doing one or two practice rounds before the tournament started, I was winning first by a landslide. And now I got just wrecked. So a few more rounds go by, and now Ryan's up during his semifinal round. And uh, talk about twisted poetry. He lost, too. And not only did he lose, he, too, got last place. And he was a guy that, during all his qualifying rounds, he was getting first by a landslide. And so I felt a little better because when he came out, he came off the stage and he came, like, back into the lounge where we all were. And he just shoots his hands up, fist raising those giant smiles. He's like, yeah, I lost. Like, just he just felt good. Like, he didn't, he didn't really feel bad about it. I'm kind of like... You know what? If you know what, he's feeling good about it. I, like it was making me feel better. It was nice. So he had the same thing happen to me. Getting first, getting first, getting first, getting first. Fourth place, tanked out. So now, of course, him and me, we both look at Zachary and like, dude, you're the last one. Like, we're the only three champs. I got kicked out quarterfinals. Ryan just got wiped out semifinals. Zachary, you're up for the finals. It's up to you. You know, there's gonna be four people on that stage. You are the last champ. The other two have fallen. So like. In terms of, like, our circle of the champs, I felt like there was almost this camaraderie of, like, represent, man. You got to get up there and represent. So Zachary, you know, goes up there. He's a vet. He's won tournaments and everything like that. And wouldn't you know, same fucking thing happened. He got fourth. He got wrecked. He was winning by a landslide in every single match he played in. And then he comes up to the final match and just gets destroyed. And so the trophy gets turned over. And honestly, I nicknamed the kid Reesey. I cannot remember his real name, but 
He was this really young kid in a Reese's peanut butter cup hoodie, and I loved it. So I just saw her call him Reese. He wins. New Blood wins. This kid who I asked him later, and he's like, no, this was like my first time playing. Like, he was still shaking. Like, he came off the stage shaking, holding the tournament, like the tournament trophy, because he's never played before, and he just won a tournament. He just beat Zachrium, who was rumored to be the best of all of us, and he just topped Zachrium by a landslide. And so he's like, he's leaving the lounge where we're all hanging out for the tournament. His dad runs up to him, and, I don't know, sister or some other friend or something runs up and hug, like they're hugging him. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. And then so, you know, Khalil and the meta obviously like, we got to take some pictures, you know. All the devs are here, Chris, Khalil, and Chris. We got to take pictures of the new champ. They took pictures with all the finalists that were there, including Zachrium. And then, you know, we kind of go to the deal, like, fuck it. You know, I grab, I grab Ryan, I grab Zachary, and I'm like, yo, get, get the new kid in here. Get the new blood in here. We're going to take a picture of all the champs now. You know, the three old champs plus the new blood. This kid who probably is only in middle school, I'd be willing to bet. Like, this kid is young. And he, he dominated. And it's like, you know, welcome to the club now, man. Like, yeah, we all lost. But in the end, we were happy to welcome in this new kid. Like, yeah, of course, we... One of us could have won. You know, I could have won. Ryan could have won. Zachary could have won the tournament and get the trophy. And you know what? It would have, we would have been like our third time winning. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Like, I won't lie. I wish I had the trophy right next to me now to keep out my computer desk. It would have felt amazing. Part of me, though, is kind of happy I didn't. You know, this is going to sound very old of me, okay? It's going to sound very old. You know, the game isn't out yet. You know, it's, I've played it for about a year to two years because of the various events, and I was in the beta testing. Like, I know what I'm doing with the game. I know the game well enough. And when I play the game, I have my place. So I know what I'm doing. And if I was to want another tournament, yeah, it'd be cool, but what about the new kids? Like, this game, like, it's a video game. Its popularity, its livelihood is having a collection of fans. And to think of, like, this Twitch stream goes on, and this new kid wins at this game, beating out champions of previous tournaments. That kind of, like, gives energy to others. Like, look, anyone can play this game, and anyone can win this game. Seriously. Even though the three of us champs had our strategies, that had our tactics, that have won us countless matches before, we just got bested. Like, our strategies didn't work that time. Someone had a better counterplay. Like, it happens, and new people can win. So not only are we just expanding our circle of champions, which is great because the community gets bigger by welcoming in these new people. Like, hey, this is amazing. GG, man. This is great to see you. Like, you're now one of us. It feels great welcoming them in. And then that just spreads. You know, look, this kid did it. You can do it. This sense of community. I love it. And, of course, there was some trash talking between the champs beforehand. And, of course, Khalil was taking his pot shots at me when I lost as he did with the others. Like, it. It's just it's what's gonna happen. It's it's our community. Like we know each other, we get along. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna give you a play by play of what happened. I just I know that I got greedy. I got really greedy, and that's how I lost my match. My strat I, I tried a different strategy of getting too greedy. I was under pressure trying to beat Zachrium for the first time. So I lost. Ryan lost because he made a goof and instead of falling on his opponent's spear and letting the leader take the kill, the guy who was in third place killed him and ended up getting a double kill and he got out, so his slip-up, like, in two seconds left of the match got him a loss, and Zachary just got bullied. He got bullied real bad, and he couldn't play aggressively. He had no exit strategy. He wasn't getting anything. So that's really all I'm going to say about the play-by-play, because in the end, I'm not worried about the play-by-play. I'm happy that this kid can come down smiling year-to-year of, like, oh, my God, I did this. And even all the other players there, like, as they started dropping one by one, they're like, I didn't, like, 
this one guy that came in, he's like, I just started playing this game like an hour before the tournament, and I'm a semifinalist. <laughs> and it's like, you go, dude. Like, that's awesome. These people coming in that never touched the game, I get to sit back. No joke. It was nice that I got to sit back. Like, I had my time to shine. And, you know, I have the medals and I have the label online. But now I get to bring in more and be like, you know, welcome to the club. I'm glad you enjoyed, you know. And then these people, like, sort of looked up to me and the others of, like, you guys are so good. Like, and then they win themselves. And like, oh, this is great. Like, isn't it? Like, isn't it great just coming in and playing this game? So, really, that's, like, the, that's the, kind of the lesson here. Like, that's, that's the thing that I want to talk about. This is going to be a very short episode. Uh, I got D&D real soon that I got to play, which is awesome. But really, this that lesson here is that community. You know, the fact that I talked about it during the Game Devs of Color Expo recap of, like, if you want to make a game, just do it. If you have an idea, just just utilize it and make something of it. Do something. Same thing goes with playing a new game. You know, if you're at a convention or something where the games are free to play, you know, you already paid for the ticket again and just you can play the games for free, and you're not sure, just do it anyway. You know, that's honestly how I got this far with the group in Swim Sandy, where when I first saw them so long ago at the Playcraft event at the Microsoft building, I just saw this underwater swimming game that was they were shooting at each other, and I kind of felt there was a little bit of Smash Bros. in there, just like the brawling and everything. Excuse me. And I said, yeah, we're going to have a tournament. Who's in? I'm like, fuck it. I, I, honestly, when I signed up for the tournament, I, I told them afterwards, like, I honestly expected to get in a round or two and then lose and move on. I did not expect to win my first tournament and then win a second tournament. I honestly did not expect that. But since I just did it anyway, since I said, fuck it, I'm just going to go out and do it, here I am now feeling great about it. You know, the medals here are great, but now I just have this great community that I'm part of because I simply decided to pick up the controller and try it. Ryan was telling me when he was at PAX East, he signed up for the tournament at PAX East, and he's like, yeah, I didn't plan on winning. He told me straight up, he's like, I just want to play fun, and I just managed to squeeze out and win. I'm like, bro, that's awesome. You know, in the end, we're just, we're just happy that we took the chance. We said, fuck it. The opportunity's here. We're going to take it and see what happens. Just, just go out and see what happens with playing the game. So do that. Just pick up the controller and try it at these expos. Just try the game. If you're not sure, just give it a shot. If you don't like it, well, guess what? You don't like it. At least you know. Well, if you like it, it was a good thing you decided to pick up that controller because now you got to understand the game and actually grow to enjoy it from playing it. And sometimes with these events, you get to know the devs, you get into this community, and now I'm sitting here and I get to welcome in new people. You know, I'm happy to sit back and just watch these new people come in and just do great. And skill level doesn't matter. Hell, I was going through those qualifying rounds and there's this one kid that I destroyed and then I saw him up there during the finals. The same kid that I decimated 100% in my match. And he only moved on because he got second. Because they do top two until the finals. He got to move forward because of that. But he was on the chair for the final round. Not me. And I'm like, you go, kid. You, you go. Like, you, you pulled this off. It, it just happens. And then after everything was done, you know, everyone was clearing out because it was near the end of the event. I looked at Ryan. I'm like, yo, bro, you just want to do 1v1 real quick? Because... That was the first time me and Ryan met face to face, and it was really like the first time we really had a chance to play. Maybe once, like during the beta, but I was like, I didn't get to find him in the tourney, so I'm like, yo, let's do a one v one real quick right now. And Ryan, out of all of us, Ryan was doing great. You know, Zachary was 
winning by a landslide until the very end, and Ryan only lost because of a small hiccup with five seconds left in the match. Like, he was really doing great. So I 1v1'd him. I beat the guy 7-3. to three. You know, if, if you talk statistics, based on how well he was doing with his kills compared to me, technically, he's the better player. And it even shows during the beta. He was the better player. But I dropped him 1v1 and just, boom, like that, beat him. So this, your skills, it doesn't matter your skills. Try it. Because in a game that has so many different modes to play, like Swim Sandy does that, has a bunch of different modes in it, and there are plenty of games out there that have varied modes, you'll find something that works for you. And that's why I love these games that say, like, you can do Deathmatch, Team Deathmatch, Capture the Flag, Territory, whatever. You know, King of the Hill kind of stuff. You're bound to find something that works for you. And honestly, me, yeah, I like the verses for Swim Sandy. Don't get me wrong. I think it's really fun. But I find myself doing the best at adventure. You know, doing co-op adventure stuff. Because that's just me. Like, that's my niche. Like, I'll play in the tournaments, obviously. I'll give it a shot. But in the end, my home in this game is playing those adventures with other people. That's where I shine. And I'm proud to admit that. You know? Yeah, I lost the tournament. It sucks. I'm a champ, and I lost to these new kids. So what? Good. Let them enjoy it. Because now they want to come back and play more. Hell, there's this kid named Shadow. You know, he was part of the Discord group for a while. We never really had a chance to play the game until today. You know? And he was in my match. He ended up, he got past his first match in, I think, second or first place. He got through his first match. In the second match, he was up against me. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> I'm like, because I was watching him play. So I'm like, all right, let's see what happens. Let's just see what happens. And so I versed him. And I beat him. And like, this is, this is a young kid. And he's like, ah, oh, man. Well, good game. You know, he, he felt all right about it. And I just, I just get home. Just before recording this, I get a message on Discord from him saying, Yo, hey, smart boy. Yo, thanks for the match, GG. And you know what? I never really played the game before, but I'm going to train. I'm going to play it a lot when it comes out. And then I'm going to beat you. And I'm like, you do you, man. I'm like, I told him, like, totally. Like, look, I, I told him this. I was like, find what works for you. Just find something that works for you and let's go. Then you don't have to worry about it. We'll just, we'll go at it and we'll play. You know, I'm happy that he wants to challenge me again. Honestly, I feel honored about that i truly feel honored that someone is straight up saying let's go this kid who i've never met before just right at the expo was the first time i ever see the kid and he calls me out online saying let's go and he's very respectful about it you know he dms me saying i want to train and play a bit and then i want to go again and win i'm like i respect that so that's my saying pick up the controller don't be afraid. It's like when you're trying something new. They always say, don't be afraid to try new things. Don't be afraid to try that new game. Pick up the damn controller. Talk to the people. See what's going on. You know what? If it's a competitive game and there are people there who have been doing well in the past, fuck it. Do it anyway. You never know. They Honestly, a person is only as good as their opponents. Honestly. And honestly, I feel like why I was doing so good in some of those matches because I was playing against people who were new. Like, I played the game a lot in the past. And these are new players, so obviously I was going to do good against them, but when it came to the quarterfinals, when I'm playing against technically new players, like it was their first day playing, but they had a couple matches under their belts, and they had an understanding of the game, that's when the real game started. And it showed that I wasn't up to snuff with the rest of them. That's just how it is. So pick up the controller, give it a shot. Because you never know, you might actually have a knack for that game, and best those champs, and best those great players, and... If the community is right, and it's an open community, a community that you should be a part of, they'll welcome you in. They'll be like, you know what? Yeah, I lost. GG, fam. You know, let's go again sometime. 
that shows a great community. And the community is not only fostered by the players themselves, it's fostered by the company behind it. And I, I got to give a shout out to Decoy Games, where the three guys there, I, their attitude about everything with how welcoming they are is what keeps getting on. Like when these kids who play the game for the first time, like they're like, yeah, I played it, I loved it. And they're like, so you want to sign for the tourney? Like they're so welcoming that in turn makes us the players want to welcome in more people and be like, yeah, let's let's go, man. We're gonna have a tourney. Let's fucking go. Yeah, I wanted to win because it's a trophy, but in the end, fuck it, I had fun anyway. I met these great guys. We had a fun time just talking about the game, and talking about life, and in the end, made some great connections. So that's gonna be it for today. I'm kind of tired. It's been a very busy day, but I really wanted to give just this talk of this tournament, this amazing event. It was. So much fun, really, like truly, it was so much fun. So my first time I was playing like a big tournament that ended up being live streamed, even though I got kicked out round one. Fuck it, I was, I was online for you know three minutes of fame. Woo! So there's that. That'll be it. Uh, I'm going to do a part two tomorrow, which will be a general recap of the entire event and the various games I played and just kind of like my input about them. Don't expect it to be up at 5 p.m. because I will still be at the event until 6, most likely. And then traveling home, and it took me forever to get home today because, you know, I don't know why. The subways are just acting up. So and then I got to get home and write the script and yada, yada, yada. You understand, like, there's so much, not so much. There's a number of things that go into it. So expect it late or hell. I might even delay it for, like, Monday morning. I'll tweet out, like, when I'm done with the episode, whether I'm posting it Sunday night or Monday morning, I'll send a tweet out. I'll post a thing on Facebook just to keep people up to date. So, yeah, this is about to go up. So I'll send a tweet out, you know, real soon so you can give it a listen. And, uh, yeah, you know, this is part one. Huge thank you to Playcrafting for holding the event. And a huge thank you to Decor Games for holding this tournament. And just really making people feel welcomed. It, it's an amazing thing. So everyone just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a phenomenal job. So take care, everyone. I'll see you tomorrow, Sunday, late night or Monday morning for part two. And then the weekend after that, normal scheduled program. All right? So stay in touch and farewell.